welcome to the podcast of Startup Recruitment Tailors. I'm Indra, founder and CEO of JobRely. We're building AI for outbound recruitment. And today my guest is Miguel Alves Ribeiro, founder and CEO at ShareMe. Uh, Miguel, could you please introduce yourself and your company? Yeah, thank you so much for, for saying my name, name right and getting that effort in. <laughs> thank you. My name is Miguel, as you mentioned, and ShareMe is a marketplace for people to find whatever they need to take better care of themselves. We want to make it easier for everyone to take better care of themselves and take uh, uh, take their time to invest in themselves. So uh, we found a little back in time that it was very difficult to find whatever I needed to take better care of myself. So we wanted to fill in that gap with ShareMe. That's what we do in a Great. nutshell. Great. Thank so you. this is not the first startup you're working on. No, no. This is the third startup that I work in. Uh, we launched the first technology system in Portugal. It was called Best Table. As the fourth across Europe, and I also launched in Portugal and in other European countries, Zomato. So Zomato in Portugal and uh, European countries, and also South South America, uh, mm-hmm. Brazil, and Chile. Great! So thank you so much for being here and uh, sharing your rec- like recruitment tailors. Um, so we talked a little bit before this podcast, and uh, we agreed to start from the past experience you had in uh, in other startups. Um, so first, uh, the problem was not finding and attracting talents because it was a better situation than it's nowadays, but actually selecting uh, people, and especially not only for skills but for the cultural match. So yeah, I think I'll, I'll begin from the past and I'll learn from the past. I don't think I learned enough. I think I still have a lot to learn. But uh, in the past, one of the things that uh, we were looking for was uh, we were looking for people that had certain kinds of skills. Okay, mm-hmm. but then when they came in, they didn't have. They lacked the culture of the company. So they they maybe they came from a corporate environment or something like that that had the skills that we were looking for. Uh, fitting into a, an environment that you have to create your own systems while you are uh, used to managing systems and not creating them is something that took a lot of people for, uh, for, for uh, uh, well, t- it surprised a lot of people. And it surprised me because we thought that we were finding the right people, but then they didn't fit into the culture, the hardworking culture. So being in a startup, I think we, we, we need to, to work 10 times more than anyone else mm-hmm. just to catch up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of people that come from corporates don't have this kind of mindset. And I think that's the biggest failure that we, we, we found. Mm-hmm. And while we were, we're looking for country managers, so um, higher level uh, employees that we were hiring, we thought that skills were more important than human skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, than personality uh, and, and personality cultural Personality and everything that like that. So, um, and that I think was a mistake and I felt it in a couple of markets that we launched. So what happened? Like when, how did you realize that not only skills? I I realized along the way, but Mm -hmm. there's one thing that pops into my mind was uh, we hired someone from Poland for country manager and she, uh, I I, I used to go every two weeks to the office and, Mm -hmm. and, and she was doing a good job, at least I thought she was doing a good job. But when we got to the office at 4.30 p.m., she started closing everyone's laptops. And, okay, the, the, today's job, this job is done. Okay. But we're in a startup. Our job never ends. Yeah. How does her work stop at 4.30? 
I don't know, maybe this is a cultural thing. <laughs> Here in Portugal, we work until late and then we go out for drinks. <laughs> Closing the office at 4.30 is something that doesn't even cross my mind. I start working yeah. at 4.30. Yeah. It's after lunch. It's, I, I've got my, yeah. my mojo going again. So this was something that messed with me a little bit. I understood her point of view, mm -hmm. if and, and I think that's that's fair enough. But it didn't fit to the company's culture. Mm -hmm. What she used to say is, that, "Okay, if I did not do my job till four thirty, it's because I'm not doing a good job." Mm -hmm. Okay, but my job doesn't end, or my tasks don't end, and if they do, well, put. Ten more on top. Yeah, go so, and look for something more. Yeah, so I think that was um, the lack of relentlessness that I felt in some people that came from mm -hmm. different companies. That's the biggest difficulty that I had. Mm -hmm. The gap between um, the reality of working in a corporate world and working in a startup. I think we have to be relentless. We have to work more hours and, and be obsessed about what we're doing. And that was not what we were finding in those kinds of people. Mm -hmm. So if you're running a country, you have to have these kinds of skills, yeah. I believe. Yeah, of course, to, to leave everyone, yeah. right? And then to transfer the message. But so... Look, sorry to interrupt. What kind of people would a country manager attract that closes the office at 4.30? That's not the kind of people that would like to like explode that country uh, up and above. You know? So uh, those are the kind of things that we, we faced. I think it's cultural uh, mm -hmm. because a lot of countries, people say, okay, it's a nine-to-five job. Mm -hmm. But a startup is not a Mental yeah, job. it's not. It's not. I think it's it's not maybe the country's culture. It's more like a corporate culture, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and but it's such a simple thing, right? Working hours. Uh, but and I believe that when interviewing and talking to her when hiring, uh, you said that it's a startup and you're all hard working. I, I'm just wondering how did you miss this? You know, or oh, she, she missed that? She checked all the the right boxes. She know exactly knew exactly what she was saying. She know knew exactly what we would we needed or needed. Mm -hmm. I never asked how many hours do you work? Do you have something It's else? obvious, right? Um, we're hiring for country manager, you know, some someone that has to be uh, obsessed by making that business grow. And she was mm -hmm. until four thirty. Okay. <laughs> After four thirty was her time. It's fair and it's okay and I'm fine with that, but not a high-level kind of person that we were looking for. Yeah. Maybe I'm crazy, I don't know. Maybe I'm saying it, it's something that I shouldn't, but <laughs> I think if we want to do something different, we have to put in the hours, I, mm -hmm. I believe, and compromise and sacrifice and all that. Otherwise, we won't make it, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And so how long did it take for you to realize that two you... Weeks. Two weeks. Only. <laughs> two weeks only. So it was very fast, at least. It was, I think. That was something that we uh, we uh, understood really fast. We can make mistakes, but we have to correct them really fast. Mm -hmm. We cannot make it, and also here at Xiaomi, we're exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe sometimes it's even unfair, but if people don't come in with full power, they shouldn't be here. Yeah. So two weeks, three weeks max, mm -hmm. never finish a month, I believe. If we see that people don't come in with that uh, drive, mm -hmm. I think they're not the right. They're they're not to gain. They're not going to gain drive in a month or two. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe that's too late. And more than that, how how much will that cost? Cost in terms of people, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. How much will that affect other people? So I want to take the, the decision really fast. Mm -hmm.
And uh, how do you do that firing fast? Uh, it's because most of the people could argue and say that it's not enough. Give me more time, I will prove or, or something. Yeah, they can say whatever they want, but I, I, we have measures, okay? We have the specific things that we ask, ask them to do. Mm -hmm. So specific tasks. If they cannot do them in that short period of time, maybe they're not the right people for this. Mm -hmm. And we adapt because if we're hiring high level, we'll give high level tasks. Mm -hmm. If we're uh, um, uh, hiring low level, we'll give them very low level tasks. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's even uh, a question of understanding what we do and how we do it. Mm -hmm. And if they don't understand, uh, it's, it, I don't have time for that. I, we need to move fast. How do you onboard people? So yeah, so that was a big learning from Zomato, I believe. Okay. I think we didn't have that in the past. Mm -hmm. Zomato did something that was uh, fantastic. Uh, we did an induction. So each time that everyone comes in, anyone comes in, mm -hmm. they're inducted into the company. So two, three days, they know what we do, how we do it, and then they sit half a day with each one, uh, each one of the team leads to see what we do. Okay. So sales with sales, marketing, um, supported content, so each person sits with everyone to see how we do everything. Okay. And everyone goes out selling to understand what is the difficulty that we face with every client that we have. Okay, okay, that's very interesting. But it, um, how did the structure came up? Was it easy to implement? Because uh, you have to involve the team leads and, and, and everyone, right? So, so since the beginning, we already had that. I already had that implemented in Zomato here in Portugal okay. and in other, all other countries that I ran. Mm -hmm. So it was basically get the same structure and implement it here. Mm -hmm. As most of the core team came from Zomato with me, they're very used to this. Ah, so okay. That's, that's, that really helped. Yeah. Okay. If you're looking for a smart choice to build your team, do it efficiently with JobRely, our AI for recruitment. We offer two weeks free trial during which our AI will source 50 potential candidates, reach them out, pre-screen and schedule interviews. Visit jobrely.com and get started. And so talking about the current recruitment uh, situation and, and lessons you learned. So, yeah, I think uh, the, the biggest difficulty that we have is today is that we're still not big enough. Okay, we're, mm -hmm. we're still a small company. We're still, we're already kind of recognized, but I, I would like to get better people. And right now what I feel is sometimes is that instead of we interviewing people, people are interviewing us. Yeah. Um, it's totally so, changed, like <laughs> the opposite. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of offer out there, and people mm -hmm. are looking for better uh, opportunities. So that's fine. We just have to adapt to that that new structure. Um, but uh, but still, it's a little bit more difficult today to hire good people in Portugal because. The salaries are not fantastic. People rather work with uh, foreign companies, and foreign companies are coming into Portugal paying good money. So mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to compete in uh, um, a seed phase that still Xiaomi is at. Mm -hmm. um, but we we already have some people that will want to, that wants to work with us mm -hmm. and see the company growing. So that's kind of good. But we would like to hire faster than we are hiring mm -hmm. at this point of time. Mm -hmm. And so, how are you hiring? Like, how are you recruiting people now? Not the best way. I think uh, 
all the, the team is short, mm-hmm. so a lot of us are involved in the hiring, and we should not. We should be focused on something else. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we do so many interviews, and I believe this is my assumption. This is not mm-hmm. the fact. Mm-hmm. This is an assumption. I believe that we get to a point we we interview. 12, 15, 20 people, mm-hmm. and we get to a point, okay, let me just pick one. I believe that that happens uh, within the team. You know? mm-hmm. They don't push a little bit further. Mm-hmm. They, they believe, okay, I already interviewed 20 people. Uh, one of these has to serve. Mm-hmm. And maybe it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. Maybe you have to do 20 more. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I think at running at the pace that we are in and involving the team, mm-hmm. Um, I think it's not fair, and we're probably not pushing for the right, exact, exactly right people for for uh, for us. That's why maybe I have to take those calls really fast in the two to three weeks, mm-hmm. just to try to to, to improve it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that we can fix this in house, mm-hmm. or or we well, we have two options: either we do it outsourced. Mm-hmm. Or we hire someone that is specific for this. But as we don't need to hire every day or every week or every month, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the right uh, salary that I should put into yeah, investing yeah. someone just for that. Yeah, if it's not constant, then it's too complicated. Well, um, that's why uh, we built a job rely platform. And uh, how we help, because I still believe that hiring managers have to be involved into the process because it's only them who knows that if there's a developer or salesperson, uh, they are the best recruiters. But uh, to give them too many tasks, which are required for recruitment, it's not only interviewing. You have to outreach candidates. You have to find the profiles that schedule interviewing. So it's really overwhelming. So if you could eliminate all these tedious tasks and just the decision-making is being left for the hiring managers, then it's different. And interviewing actually is very important thing um, uh, even to um, crystallize the profile because sometimes you might think, I need a marketing manager. And if you're not a marketing person, right, or in this particular area, yeah, how, how can you know who's the best, right? So you talk to different people, you understand very, all the peculiarities, and just then you make the right decision, right? So it's the whole process. So, yeah, it's, uh, I think nowadays, uh, and especially with Job Rely, we can help with like tedious task automation, right? So it's like you save time, but you don't hire in-house people or, or like outsourced expensive uh, uh, recruiters and et cetera, et cetera. But when it comes to the employer branding, um, how do you think um, or how are you working on strengthening the branding? So that, that is something that it comes with uh, investments that mm-hmm. we're doing right now. And we're just close the round of investments. And right now, that's something that we're going to push for. Mm-hmm. Get more of Share Me out there mm-hmm. and get people more excited about what we're doing. Till now, we were building a product. So we built something from scratch. Yeah. Uh, of course, getting our feet on the ground, mm-hmm. getting some market, some, some clients in, mm-hmm. uh, some users in. We are reaching 100,000 users. For Portugal, that is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but It's uh, a lot. It's really a lot. Yeah, uh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You need more. <laughs> yeah, need more. Need more. 
and, but uh, but we need to look, to work a lot on our, our branding, um, mm-hmm. and that's something that we really do understand. There's a lot of pressure for us to enter, go international, but mm-hmm. we can only go international if the brand is strong here in Portugal. So mm-hmm. that's something that we're going to invest in the, f- in the future. Mm-hmm. I believe that with that, mm-hmm. we will get uh, a little more attention from people that. Uh, uh, will want to join this revolution in the, the wellness area that we're we're uh, we're facing because mm-hmm. I think people still do not understand 100% what we're doing. Okay. Uh, they they compare us with um, a booking manager. We're not a booking manager. Manager. We're acquisition channel completely different from anyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think when people understand that there's not a, a lot of well, there's there's very few offers like Share Me out there. Uh, catering specifically to the consumer, people will get more excited to understand and, and to join what we're doing. Uh, and this mission of taking well-being to more people and, and making their uh, lives healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, we have to do a lot of branding first. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the, the, the missions or, or the investments that we're going to do after this round of funding. Yeah, of course. The the better brand is known, so the more potential uh, candidates could know about you. But in terms of the internal culture or like why did you share me? Of course, one thing could be a product, right? But if a product is good, but the team is not matching your personality, it's still not the best environment you want to be at. So what are the key things uh, you are shaping the culture. So yeah, here we already have a lot of, um, so we push the team to do a lot of uh, fun things. We, mm-hmm. we have off-sites, we have uh, the office dinners, we have uh, Thursdays we go out all, all out for beer. So we try to get the, the team united, mm-hmm. um, but still we need to do a lot more. We just closed, like I mentioned, we just closed this round of funding in a very difficult environment because mm-hmm. I think it's the, the worst environment in the last 10 years of, of raising capital. So our focus in the last six months was building product and, uh, and, and, and closing the round of funding. Mm-hmm. So basically our focus was on that. Mm-hmm. Right now we need to shape that team that has to inspire, create that tribe inside mm-hmm. that will become a community outside. Perfect. That sounds like a very good plan. Very glad to hear about it. And um, to to finalize, um, if you think about all the experience uh, you have, and imagine there's like a newly born founder come to you and ask like, what is the main thing, like the key thing you could advise me on because I need to start building my team. What should what should I do or what should I not to do at starting that? So one of the things that I had a lot of grief from investors in the beginning was that my team was very high level. Mm-hmm. And that, that was something that was I wouldn't compromise on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think having a good um, and strong founding team mm-hmm. makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. Because you're ready to scale. If if you don't have the right people around you, um, I think it's very difficult for you to scale. And we see that. As I had a lot of companies, a lot of startups in, in that began in the, in the same uh, moment that we did, and we grew a lot faster. And there's just one reason for that. I have the team behind me that could um, help us grow faster. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have that, you'll have to do more by yourself 
you'll have, and people can come in for ease-ups, for share of the company. You can have a lot of people working with you if they believe, if you have the right product, they can work with you for that, for future stake in the company. You know? mm -hmm. So I, I, for me, it's, it's uh, um, unnegotiable not having a very strong core uh, starting team. That's the same thing that I did with, when I launched Zomato here in Portugal and when I launched Best Tables. We mm -hmm. had a very, very strong core team. Mm -hmm. And basically most of the core team from Zomato is here with me from mm -hmm. the beginning. Uh, I think uh, everyone is here almost. Uh, everyone Amazing. from the beginning. Amazing. Yeah. Good, good. Great. So thank you so much, Miguel, for your time and sharing your stories. And thank you to all the listeners. If you like this, please leave your review on Spotify. For more podcasts, please visit jabrali.com. Sign up for our newsletter and we'll keep you posted about the latest startups.